everyone, and welcome to the Activity Continues podcast. This week, we are talking to Tracy, who is a client from the Dead Vows episode called Killer's Smile. That is season 15, episode 5. Please note that this episode is only part of the full conversation. Part 2 will be released next week. I am recording this on July 5th, 2023, and it has come to light just today that the episode that is on tomorrow evening is the last episode of season 15. We thought we would have another seven episodes to cover, but it looks like that is not the case. So we will cover episode six soon. And we had already planned to do a series of interview episodes. We weren't expecting to do it until fall. So it looks like we'll have to pivot. Here we go, pivot. 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 We want to talk to psychics, shaman, demonologists, Reiki masters, and of course, former clients of the Dead Files. If you are any of the above, but especially a former client of the show, and you would like to come on to our show to discuss your experiences, please reach out to us at any of our socials or our email at theactivitycontinues at gmail.com. Please enjoy our conversation with Tracy. All right, she's coming in. Hello. Hi, Tracy. Hi, Tracy. Hey. So welcome. Yes, We're so welcome. glad you're here. Thank you for having me. We're so excited to talk to you. We've been, we've been anticipating this and looking forward to it for quite some time. So thank you for yeah. coming. Thank you. Thank you. Absolutely. So the things that I want to make sure we cover. First, we want to hear... Anything that you're willing to share, and please don't feel like you have to share anything that you're not ready to share. Mm -hmm. It's all up to you. Mm -hmm. Anything that you would like to share about the experiences you had before you reached out to the Dead Files and since. And then uh, I guess that's the most important. And then um, if you're willing to go into any like behind the scenes stuff, like what was Steve like? What was Amy like? uh, Blah, blah, blah. Like any of that kind of stuff would be super interesting to us, too. So. That's that's kind of what we're looking for. If you have other ideas, other things you want to talk about, that's absolutely cool too. That's kind of what we're you're, what we're looking for. So. You're driving the bus. Okay. We're just passenger. <laughs> oh gosh, we'll try not to do road bumps. I should say I'm Amy, the, the Hi, producer. Amy. Hi, <laughs> and then you're looking at uh, the other Amy, AP hey. and Megan. Hi, hello, hello. And we're all at my house. Yep, <laughs> we all have. Oh. We all had brunch and had mimosas. We only just had one mimosa so far. Nice. Delicious. It's one if you never let it empty and you yes. just keep adding yep. to it. It's still just one. It's, it's one. just one. Yep. Just one. <laughs> yep. How are you today? How are you feeling? I am okay. I'm good. Okay. okay. Um, Catherine is at work. She's working at a hospital over the mm, summer. Okay. Oh. And... Um, David and I went to church this morning, and I'm good. Good. So. Good. All right. All right. So uh, I will get into the activity we had before we contacted the show, and it's relevant to our episode. Okay. Sure. We rented a house for nine years, about three miles away from here. And the within the month of us moving in, Catherine became sick. Mm. And when I say sick, she started with, um, I think I'm getting a rash on my legs. Mm. 
And that turned into within days, she was covered. People were like recoiling from her. She had biopsies, Mm -mm. blood work. They couldn't figure out what it was. They were going to admit her to the Medical University of South Carolina Children's Hospital. Mm -hmm. Like it was bad. Shoot. And so they finally said, oh, well, she's got, we don't know what it is. We've never seen blood work like, Mm. like this before. So that was within a month of moving in. Which is really what you want to hear regarding your child. Right. (laughs) When did you move into the house, Tracy? We purchased this home in 2009, at the end of 2019. So I guess 2010 is when we moved in. Um, So we get her settled and she has a horrific summer. And then she she starts seeing things. Now, Catherine's always seen things. Mm-hmm. Mm. We've, even before she knew what they were, she came home, she came down the stairs one day and she was about four and she said, Grandma came and sat in my bed last night. And I said, she mm. did. Did she say anything? And she said, um, no, she just smiled. Well, she was a year old when my mom passed. Mm-hmm. So she mm-hmm. has no memory of her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And no way she would have known who she was. Right. And we didn't give her any extra special attention because of it. Mm-hmm. It was just like, okay, this is the thing that happens, yep. you know. Because you don't want to freak her out. Right. You can tell me and, you know, we'll talk about it and then we'll be done, mm-hmm. basically. Mm-hmm. So, but when we moved into this house, she started seeing like, it was full on, full on things Mm. and then it started with we had this figure and it was imagine a a full black mass Mm -hmm. and it would lean over you right by your head Mm -hmm. and you would pretend that you were dead you're like if I can just Mm -hmm. pretend I'm dead right then I will disappear somehow Mm -hmm. like really that's gonna happen um, and so you tell yourself anything to get on <laughs> yeah, that. Exactly. Did it right. have like an, uh, an energy, like a male or female energy or was it just kind of, it had a male energy mm-hmm. and it was negative. Yep. <gasps> um, oh my it was, it was scary negative. Yeah. And what Catherine and I figured out that, it, that at times we would have it come in throughout the night and what it was doing that night was going back and forth between her room and the room I was in. Mm-hmm. So it was just going back and forth. Um, I got like, what was its goal? The, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I just said, why? Like, what was the goal just to like monitor you or. I, I don't know, but it was like, pretend you're dead. Mm-hmm. Scary. Mm-hmm. That's. That's the only way I know how to describe it. And so I I lost where I was. I'm sorry. Sorry, I didn't mean to derail you. Oh, no, I know where I got. Okay, so it just escalated. Mm -hmm. Um, I had to, shortly after we moved in, I had to have a surgery. Mm -hmm. Um, Then I got my first and only ever seen eye dog because I'm legally blind. I have no central vision, only peripheral. Mm-hmm. So I can, I know you're on the screen, but I can't see your face. Mm-hmm. 
I have no idea what you look like. Can't, I haven't driven a car in 18 years. But I have so many years of seeing mm-hmm. that I have this, like, you know, this encyclopedia of filling in where things are missing. Yeah, sure. mm-hmm. So it's hard to tell mm-hmm. um, most mm-hmm. of the time, unless I'm trying to read something. <laughs> oh, I can imagine that would be hard. <laughs> then that goes out the window. So I'm at home all the time. This activity is getting worse. I've got pushed. I had surgery. I got my CNI dog. Um, his name was Guinness. Um, he was, he was actually named after my mom, um, who had obviously already passed mm-hmm. and her last name was McGinnis. She was Irish. Oh. So yeah. we just shortened it to Guinness cause his name was Dave and I couldn't have David <laughs> Dave. and Dave. Right. So Dave, get over um, here. He would get, right. He would get so confused. <laughs> Um, he's like, I don't know that command, um, but you, you know, pick up the laundry. So, <laughs> uh, we had to change his name. So that's yeah. what we decided on. Um, and shortly after I got him, I had to have another surgery, a rotator cuff repair. Mm-hmm. So then I heal from that nine months later and I'm, I'm fully kind of back to what I'm going to get to. And I'm walking my normal route and I, I, all I hear is a dog running towards mm. us and we, I, we, he gets attacked and I, Aww. so thankfully it wasn't bad, but that I had to have both my biceps reattached <gasps> because they were torn up because I was holding Guinness mm-hmm. in his harness yep. and trying to pull him one way and pull this dog the other way. Oh my gosh. So, so then activity in the house continues to get, and that's when David starts getting attacked Mm -hmm. is when we were live, when we lived in this house. Um, that's when I I noticed he was fighting something in his sleep. Mm -hmm. And so let's see. So then we continue to live in the house. The activity continues to escalate. Like it just is, but I don't have mood swings at that house. Okay. I'm, I'm fine at that house. Mm-hmm. I don't have those mood changes. Mm-hmm. It's just a lot of physical. Um, it's a lot of scratches. I would lay in bed and as God is my witness, I've had my bed shake. Mm-hmm. It was like someone was standing at the end of my queen size mattress and just yeah. holding each corner, shaking it oh my back and forth. Um, we had someone, it was like, they'd go under the bed and kick it up. No. Um, oh my God. Oh my goodness. Like we, th- so that house was really physical mm-hmm. as far as the activity was concerned. Um, it also was off literally on the Ashley river. Okay which is in, you know, in Charleston Mm -hmm. is, was a huge native American area. And with that river being so close to everything and plus the history of the South and where we're located, it, uh, it doesn't surprise me. There was a lot of, I mean, we would hear footsteps on the stairwell. Mm -hmm. Um, it would, but then think good things happen. Like, um, it's kind of good. My neighbor who was a dear friend of mine, her cat died and she, or was going to pass and she couldn't hold it 
while it went to sleep. So mm-hmm. she asked yeah. me to, to hold it. Yep. So I said, okay. So that night we heard the cat go up our stairs. Cause we, you know, we had wood floors mm-hmm. in the house. Yeah. It was like the cat went up the stairs and then Catherine was in bed and she's like, Oh yeah. You know, he jumped on the bed and curled up at the foot of my bed. So it wasn't yeah. all horrible. Oh, that's so sweet. So, um, we just become accustomed to living in complete and total fear. And when then one day I came downstairs and I said, Guinness doesn't look right. Oh no. He seems unhappy. But when I saw him and got to know him, I kind of always knew that he wasn't going to live a long life. I don't know how, but I just Mm -hmm. did. So I said, Guinness doesn't look right. So within, he looks unhappy. So within 24 hours that next morning, we were rushing him to the vet. And, um, they took x-rays and did some tests and sent us to a cardiologist. Oh my God. Wow. And we immediately went over to the cardiologist's office and they drained a bunch of blood and fluid and said he had, he actually has a tumor on his heart where his aorta meets his heart and there's nothing we can do about it. And I felt the entire time that he was taking a lot of energy yeah. for us. Like, I just felt like he was protecting mm-hmm. us in that way. Mm. Okay, I see and what you mean. Like, he's absorbing the bad energy so right. it doesn't go to you? Mm-hmm. Right. Oh, oh, baby. What a good boy. And to the point where the guide school, where there's only, you know, several CNI dog schools in the U.S., Correct. The one I got Guinness from was in Florida. And when I sent them, you know, the paperwork from the um, cardiologist and all of the information, they said he's the first dog that has ever died of cancer in their program. Wow. Wow. So that one shook me. Yeah. Mm -hmm. To the point where I'll never get another senile dog. Really? Because I I never want to put another dog through that Mm -hmm. again. Mm. So shortly after that, we decide we're going to move and we're going to buy a house. And I start looking at this house and I'm, I'm just drawn to it. And I sit on it for like three weeks. Um, and we had an appointment to see several houses one day. And this is the first house we came to. And we walked through it, all three of us. Mm -hmm. And we said, we'll take it. It is really cute. That's, I don't blame it. It is. I mean, it's so, and it's just so it's a cute house. like you've really made it. You can tell like you in the show, you could really see your personal touches and how you've made it, you know, a home. It just looked really welcoming. Could, could I interject really quickly, Tracy, when you were talking about sure. um, Guinness passing? I recently lost mine due to cancer. Um, oh, not a senile so dog, sorry. but just my, my, my dog. But I can tell you that a lot of places will not confirm health-related issues of their dogs passing so that there's not Mm -hmm. a negative connotation to... So them telling you that piece may have been more to protect them than to say, we've never had a dog that's passed from cancer before. 
I work with the kennel that I got my dog from. You can't, you can't guarantee against cancer mm-hmm. um, in dogs right. like that. So I, I was making faces at that point because I, I feel like you were told something that is something they can't control and they can't really tell you the truth on that one. Um, and so I just, especially when you said you, you didn't want to put another dog through that, but if it's something that's always helped you and it's something that you wanted again, I just, I didn't feel right not saying something. So. Yeah. We don't want you to feel guilty. Like you did something to that dog because you brought it into that house. Yep. No. And I appreciate you letting me know that. Um, they made it sound like, you know, he's the only one that's ever, they couldn't mm. believe it. No. Um, and he was young. He was only seven. And I mean, statistically speaking, I feel like that might not be, I mean, how do you have how many dogs and none of yeah. them had yeah. can't like that statistically you, you doesn't can, make sense. You, they can do some genetic <laughs> testing and they can do some things before they breed mom and dad. So I worked with a breeder responsibly bred. Um, but you can't guarantee against things that are not genetic related um, even if they are completely hip dysplasia, elbow dysplasia, quote, free in mom and dad, it can still happen in a puppy. Um, so there, there's a lot of things. And yeah, that's to me, that feels like a very common thing that some breeders will say yeah. and some some places like that will say because they don't want it coming back to them that they gave out a dog. They use a dog in training and all of this stuff. They put all the work into it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Briggs, my dog, actually sired a litter, and unfortunately, the mother had some reactivity, um, and so the entire litter, except for one, failed their um, uh, trainings for, um, uh, they weren't just CNI dogs, but other other service dogs. Oh, nice. Yep. But unfortunately, service wasn't for them. They went into other things because <laughs> they were having some of those reactions, oh. um, mm-hmm. but you know, they're not going to tell people about that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. I so, never would have right. thought that. So thank yep. you. Well, yeah, no, thank that. you yeah. for for telling me that. Yeah. Um, I'm like shaking because and- I was so sad that you were told that kind of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I remove so much stuff. Um, like there's nothing on my mantle. There's nothing on mm-hmm. the walls. I, like I removed everything. So uh, thank you for the sweet mm-hmm. comment about our house looking cute, but literally everything was gone. Yeah. So it looks even cuter <laughs> is what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> um, but now that you mention, now that I think about it shortly after we, I got Guinness, he, he got sick and he we didn't know what was wrong with him. Mm-hmm. And he ended up being in the animal hospital. Um, and we were at a point where we were going to actually take him to Atlanta mm-hmm. because we didn't think he was going to make it through the oh. night. Oh. And $5,000 later, oh, um, they still have no idea what made him sick. Wow. Mm. None whatsoever. Mm. Um, so that was interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, but yes, he, and thank you for telling me about the cancer mm-hmm. and it, it does make me feel better. And was he a golden or a lab? He was a lab. He was a black lab. Same was Briggs. Um, so Amy's dogs. Are- yep. My dogs are all black labs, but labs, um, one of their highest 
things that they die from is cancer. Mm-hmm. Well, not according to um, this guide school. <laughs> uh, so. My sister works in a veterinary clinic and helps me with mine, and hers also was a black lab, had some form of cancer likely. So you're not alone. <laughs> so I, to get back to the story, so I don't take up too much of your time, <laughs> um, moved into, the, we, I, we sat on this house, we came inside mm-hmm. and we said, we don't want to see any other house. This is it. I don't know what it is, but this is it. Like, this is supposed to be our home. Mm-hmm. And, um, we are really excited. Um, we move in and we start noticing the first thing that started happening was fire smoke detectors. And mm-hmm. please know that the one that they showed on this show is like the old hardware name <laughs> when we just haven't removed yet. Yeah. Um, we have those two. <laughs> we do have updated. Um, we just had to take them down. Because they would just go off for no reason. Mm -hmm. And one time, um, with one, I ended up just having to take a hammer to it. Then, the actual hardwired system, um, there was a keypad in the kitchen and a keypad in the bedroom. That would go off randomly for Mm -hmm. no reason. Mm -hmm. And I would would just start typing numbers in until it stopped, Mm -hmm. pressing (laughs) buttons. And then one time, I was home by myself and it would not stop. So I just, I pulled it off the wall and I just started cutting wires. Yeah, like well. I've done that before. <laughs> so that we had stuff like that start to happen, mm-hmm. but then we started renovating. We put in new windows, oh, we put yep, in yep. new floors. Um, we painted, we, we did a lot of stuff mm-hmm. and we were really motivated and then we hit a brick wall and it was like, we don't want to do anything else. Like, I don't care. I don't care. Mm -hmm. Like, I just don't care. Mm -hmm. David was still fighting something in his sleep. Mm -hmm. I was having my mood swings, which the show made it. I don't really feel like they explained my part well because I read a comment where a girl wrote, I looked nuts. And I thought, well, I actually watched the episode and I didn't think I looked nuts. You did not look nuts. My eyes rolled so far back in my head when you just said that. Mm -mm. Like, um, no, I didn't get that vibe from you at all. I got, no, I didn't either. Like just tired of fighting, but not nuts. What was on the reveal that Amy, that the show had to cut out due to time was number one, that I'm, I'm an empath, which doesn't, I know that Mm -hmm. it doesn't surprise me. Mm -hmm. We are too. But (laughs) because I've gone through menopause due to a surgery I had to have at the old house, Mm -hmm. um, it put like, it put me in the surgery, put me into menopause early. Okay. So when I walked in the room and Amy and Steve were sitting at the table, Amy looked at me and she gasped and I sat down and she said, how old are you? If you don't mind me asking. And I said, I'm 45. And she wrote it down in her little, in her book. And from my guess is she thought I was much older. Yep. Um, uh-huh. and she said, you know, you're an empath and you've had, because of your hormones, every single wall you've ever built up is gone. Mm, oh, it's shoot. like you are completely raw. Interesting. 
So everything that is outside, everything that's inside that I'm feeling is like, it's not mine. Mm -hmm. And I didn't, Mm -hmm. you know, I didn't know that because it was, it just seemed like it was all at once when we moved in this house. I mean, I went to my neighbors and they're replacing their floor Uh and um, they were talking, I bent down and I touched the old flooring and this has never happened to me before, never happened to me since. And, um, I have no idea what it was. I touched the flooring and I immediately stood up. And by the time I stood up, I had tears in my eyes Mm -hmm. and I Mm -hmm. put my hand over my mouth. I'm like, Oh, I have to, I have to go. Mm -hmm. And like, I can't ran out of their home crying. Now I'm 45 and they're in their thirties. Mm-hmm. This is not a normal right response. Like, response <laughs> in situation, but they have acti- activity at their house, so oh. it was not a shock or surprise. Mm-hmm. Okay. I wonder what their pre- what the previous owners of their house went through. I do know they had a uh, a little boy of, died of cancer in okay. their house. Oh no! Um, I don't know any other history about the house. Uh, and you know, it's funny. I said to my real estate agent, um, as long as, G- you know, as long as this house isn't haunted, it's <laughs> <laughs> like, no, you know, that's funny. Cause when I moved into my old house, I asked the realtor, the realtor, if it was haunted. And she said, she laughed and she's like, no. And I was like, oh, cause I kind of wanted a haunted house. And then later, oh. later she was like, okay, well, I didn't know why you were asking, but yeah, the previous owner's have had there's, have there's actually oh. like laws and different things about but that they're that's not really something in most states that has to be disclosed mm-hmm. because it mm-hmm. technically can't be proven mm-hmm. in, a, yeah. in a court system um yeah. and i will just mention quickly and that's why we drank m recently covered uh a few, <laughs> a few reasons, episodes ago this actual thing about yes. haunted houses and you know you can't uh, having this like preconceived notion about a house, you can't put that kind of stuff out right. there. Even some of them can't have like if a murder or other crimes have happened in those houses. Well, I did know that the woman who previously owned the home was older mm-hmm. and she passed from natural causes mm-hmm. in the home, which I'm, I'm fine with. I'm all about hospice. Mm-hmm. My mom passed with hospice and I was there her best friend, 13 years later, mm-hmm. passed of hospice, and I was there. Like, I'm, I'm fine with that. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, so that didn't bother me. I do know she broke her leg, um, her femur, Ooh. in the area Ooh. where that campfire oh, um, really? grew. Yes, because my neighbor came home and found her, and she, was, had, she had been laying there for hours. I'm guessing oh, she must no. have slipped Because at this something. point, she lived alone. Yeah. Um, she was painting a birdhouse okay. and oh. she, f- and oh. fell off the ladder somehow. Oh. So, Thanks. so the, the smoke detectors, and then we hit a brick wall and, and we also would hear noises coming from the attic and we knew someone was in the attic. Mm. Catherine hated the way it felt up there. Mm-hmm. Didn't bother me. I was just neutral about it. Okay. Um, I was respectful when I went in there. Um, kind of in a weird way, but I totally get that. Yeah, it yep. didn't bother me. Yep. Um, but then it 
Catherine was seeing, you know, orbs of light over her bed that would shoot into her um, closet. Oh, jeez. She, one night, had this black dog wolf thing. Mm -hmm. It, like, was in her face, and it was almost, almost like it was going to bite her. Oh, my gosh. Um, And it was so real that it woke her up and when she rolled over she saw Guinness Mm -hmm. sitting next to her bed. He was protecting her. Like he was there to comfort her or protect her. Me, I don't see anything. I'm just, you know, losing my mind. It's really interesting you said that though, Tracy, because in a lot of cultures, especially in Europe, there is a black dog that is known, you know, like it's an omen typically. Mm -hmm. So with the some of the things that were shown in the show, I wonder if this smiley face guy came through in order to scare Catherine in that manner as in this black gotcha. dog. This is just my my curiosity wondering. And Guinness is still around you guys because Guinness feels that I, I'm a firm believer that our dogs watch over us and they send us what we need to heal at some point in time or they come back to us. And right. I, I, I just, he hasn't left you because you guys need, you need him yet. Well, it'd be nice if he'd show up next to my bed. But <laughs> he's, he's, Ask him to. <laughs> he's like, you know, showing up next to her, but she, but she has always seen stuff. Yes. I have always felt so. Yep. Mm-hmm. Another th- interesting thing here that we didn't talk about was there's so much residual energy. Yeah. In this area, yep. that we would hear mimics of each mm-hmm. other when no one, when I knew Catherine was in a class, mm-hmm. I would be in my bedroom and I would hear her say, just like she was standing four inches from my ear, I love you. I hate that. I hate mimics. <laughs> and I don't know how many times we would say to each other, What did you just say? And we're like, nothing yeah, that all the time mm-hmm. and so she explained it's you know the residual energy mm-hmm. they spent like three minutes three or four minutes talking about slaves mm-hmm. yeah runaway slaves yeah mm-hmm. and they tied it to the slave patrol that was on the side of the house yeah. what they didn't mention and it surprised me was that Amy said there were two slaves stuck in the tree what? in the backyard oh. because mm. I would walk out there a hundred times. It'd be fine. Mm-hmm. I would walk out there 101 times. And that last time the fear just enveloped you Wow! Mm. and you immediately felt like I need to hide. I need to get in. I need to get away. Right. Oh my God. And so we would, we would come inside. And mm-hmm. what it is, is it, there's two stuck in the tree, but in this area, there's multiple, because this used to be marshland. Right. There's multiple um, slaves. And so when we, the fear is comes or we feel it, it's because there's more than one. And so that's why she said, holy man, what she left out was that I needed a black male mm-hmm. medium and a holy man to spend the day pulling the two out of the tree and calling it all the other ones yeah. that may be around who want to go. Oh, that's so awful. Those poor people. 
So, um, try going, you know, looking in the yellow pages for a black man. We we were um, joked about that earlier. Yeah. Like how do you find a demonologist? You don't just yellow page demonologist. Yeah. And if there is one, go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, I was just going to say that we were talking about this earlier too, that just because you find someone doesn't mean that they're legit and that they're not going to charge you a fortune. I mean, most people who do this don't charge anything because they're just, they just want to help people. But we have talked to other clients before who have gone and found a medium or a shaman or whatever, and they're not who they say they are. They charge a fortune and they make things worse. They piss off the spirits and make things worse. So how do you even know how to find somebody or how to find somebody legit? I mean, that's really hard. Right. Um, We actually, (laughs) when I started my search for, we needed a black male medium, we needed a holy man, we needed a demonologist, and we needed a medium or psychic who was also a Reiki master. Mm -hmm. So you got bingo is what you're saying. You got a bingo. (laughs) Right. Um, Who would need to come and clear out the group of men Mm -hmm. um, in the you know, this sleigh patrol Mm -hmm. and it would take a minimum of three times, but it could be more. So, you know, um, that was our list of stuff to do. Meanwhile, David, we, (laughs) it wasn't enough that he just like left the house. If he left the house, we had to have all these things in place and ready to go. If he just left the house and was gone for, Amy said, you know, a month, six weeks, what would happen is this psychopath would go to, he would just find somebody else. Mm -hmm. And who can do that? Right. Right. To somebody. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. It's not like David's going to be like, all right, good luck, everybody. And then leave. Like, (laughs) right. And, you know, people... on all these pages, they're like, if they said I had to go, I'd pack my car that night and leave. Really? It's not that simple. <laughs> Would you there, really? There are some that I mean, seem a little bit more simple. This one was is not as simple, especially since there wasn't a lot. There was a lot of information that was left out that's key. Mm-hmm, we mm-hmm. were talking earlier, like you tying that you, you tied the bow on who those men in the backyard yeah. were because there, that wasn't clear. No. And especially, they didn't do it in the show. which is why you saying that you needed a black male medium, may, like to come in for that, makes a lot of sense. But also makes sense why they cut that out because they didn't tie the pretty right. bow around right. what was going on, and it just like to me it felt weird um, that we didn't know who those people were, but yet Amy was telling you this is what you have to do to get rid of them. And she talked a lot about them during her walk too. It was an odd editing of the show. I, I feel like this they season they've had a new editor or I was something or like say, a head editor. Because it feels like a lot more is being left out in the reveals than yes. has in the previous years or previous seasons. I agree. This season's different. Where it just feels like I'm... Like, Tracy, I'm so glad you came on because there were so many questions that I'm already like, oh, thank God she answered that already because it, there wasn't a connection piece. Mm-hmm. And, and mm-hmm. you know, unfortunately, that puts you in that position where 
people are trolls on the yes. internet and they're ignorant and they're, mean. and they're rude and they're just choosing to be like, well, she's just dumb. I don't yeah. understand. Like I would have done it. And it's like, really? What if you don't have another option? Like we're not all billionaires who can just go and leave and live into a else. Titan submersible. Right. Right. <laughs> like, I mean, we can't afford the, the next County over, you know, no. their weekly rate at the hotel, Right. you know, mm-hmm. like for, Months and and the help, yes, mind you, yeah. that mm-hmm. the list we were given yeah. mm-hmm. because um, I did start to search for after um, kind of the shock went away, which took several days. Mm-hmm. Um, it just recovering from the filming, oh, I'm sure. and because every time they ca- they came for three days straight, mm. and each time we had to move the dog. And all of his food mm-hmm. in his crate. And he's a German Shepherd. No. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he's, you know, he's a big dog. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Probably also has cats. a little separation anxiety. Yes. yes. The two cats, their kitty litter, their food. Mm-hmm. Um, Catherine, it was the first week of um, exams. Of course. Oh, of course. For that oh. semester. Um, and that, the nursing program she's in is extremely hard. Mm -hmm. So it just, it was the worst time. (laughs) Um, so it took a minute to recover Mm -hmm. and then we started to look for someone and I went, I went to every metaphysical shop. My neighbor and I did. She drove me. Oh, that's so nice. Um, they knew nobody Mm -hmm. had, they had no recommendations. Yes. Wow. Um, then I came home and I started looking online mm-hmm. and I called this one woman who was in um, or around where I live. And she somewhat seemed, uh, not even somewhat, she kind of seemed like she knew what she was talking mm-hmm. about without de- me giving her any detail. And like she could handle okay. it to the point where I'm like, okay, the three of us, let's go meet with yeah. her. I've made an appointment. Yep. Went paid money. We sat down, we met with her and she was completely full of crap. No. Um, and we, Catherine and I looked at each other and we were just like, mm-hmm. I, I don't even want to embarrass her and call her out mm-hmm. on the fact that, you know, you just gave me some line of BS yeah. and mm-hmm. then you just gave me some several hundred dollar, you know, amount to come to my home after I've just paid you over a hundred and something dollars to sit down with me and you could, you could fix it. Mm -hmm. And I just thought, I I, I can't do this again. I can't afford to do this again. Yeah. I'm so sorry, Tracy. Um, That's really awful. People are the worst. So yes. Um, They just prey on anybody. It's well, they're going to have to answer. I mean, you're going to have to eventually, eventually you'll have to, you know, um, whether it's karma, whether, whatever it is. I mean, could Mm -hmm. you like search on Facebook or, you know, somewhere like, Oh, I did. You would think. And what, what I think it is, is people are fine working with like good energy, Mm -hmm. but Mm -hmm. when it comes to something that might be a little bit negative, they're like, "Eh, no, thank you. Yeah, it's understandable, Um, but still. So, um, 
So they did leave out the two slaves. What mm-hmm. she was saying is the group of men around the campfire knew that they were dead. But the one main guy she could see mm-hmm. did not realize that he was dead. Oh. So he's trying to motivate this group of people. And she's hearing, no, not again. Yep. I can't do this again. And it's because these people know they're dead and they just want to go. But this guy is somehow holding him. And she said he's creating some kind of energy uh-huh. she's never seen before. Oh, wow. And oh, she can't funny. explain it. Um, and it's on a, like, daily basis. Um, how fun. How you so, know. Well, that's interesting, so, too. Like, how, how did these – did she mention anything about how these guys might have died then? Because if they're all around that campfire, you would assume that it was sometime around – that time frame, knowing that these were marshes and that sort of thing, like did a boat capsize, mm-hmm. did, you know. She didn't mention how they died. Okay. Um, are, she these men are, these men are, sorry, these men are slaves, right? No. The, They're not the KKK. No, no, these are men who by, who had no choice because the legislature here said at some point in time, you're going to have to go on one of these patrols yep. and, look for runaway slaves. There were two runaway slaves that were basically treed. They were in the tree. There there was no way for them to get out. And then there was these 12 to 13, which by the way, 13, 12, 13 can be specifically 13 as an omen in a lot Mm -hmm. of cultures. You know, you think about, you know, a lot of that aspect. I happen to love the number 13. um, But I (laughs) I was born on the 13th. I love it. So. I love Friday the 13th. Like, it's one of my... Favorites. I do, too. It's never been unlucky but, for me. But it's it been is, lucky. It is something that is noted throughout history. So, like, there's a lot of really interesting pieces where I wonder how, like, some of your history or your culture or maybe your past lives are coming through with some of that, of, like, the symbolism of those other pieces. Because, obviously, you you mentioned, you know, like, you have a strong faith and earlier and maybe there's just pieces of those that are coming through from um that are just resounding because i haven't heard a ton of that from amy in the past about talking about like the black dog or the number 13 or any of those things that are perceived as quote bad omens um unless it pertains to maybe a native american culture that's a really great point because now that you think about it i don't recall her ever kind of mentioning what you just said. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm going to say this and I say this with complete respect and understanding. I think Amy knew when she got here, this was going to be her last walk. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think everybody else knew. Uh, okay. Got it. Hi friends, Amy here. This is where we're going to cut off this episode for today. And this was a really long interview. And so I'm splitting it up into two. Now, if you really want to hear the whole interview, you can go over to our Patreon and become a patron. And you can hear it there because I am releasing the interview in its entirety over there on Patreon. So you can always come join us over there. Thanks. Bye.
Thank you for listening to the Activity Continues podcast. We really appreciate you giving us your ears for a bit. Please reach out if you have a suggestion for which episode of The Dead Files we should cover next, or if you have a spooky story you'd like us to share on the show. We can be reached at theactivitycontinues at gmail.com or through our website or any of our socials. Links are all in the description of the show. Please feel free to drop us a note and say hi. And join us next time when The Activity Continues. The Activity Continues is produced by me, Amy, at Collected Sounds Media and is part of the independent Collected Sounds Podcast Network. We are also proud members of the BooPod Network of Super Cool Podcasts. Nailed it. This is just a disclaimer and sort of warning about this podcast. The Activity Continues podcast is in no way affiliated with The Dead Files, its production company, or any of its distributors. We are simply fans that love the show and love to talk about it and dissect it and, yes, make fun of it. But we do love it. And all of the opinions expressed herein are ours alone and have nothing to do with The Dead Files or any of its cast, crew, production, or distributors. And we swear. Enjoy.